Hello, and welcome back to 200 First Dates. We are at our week eight check-in, and we are 22 dates in. I love that I get to say we as your host, Sam Bear. You all know I am not the one out and about in the real world enjoying this dating um, activity. I, however, do get the first tidbit of dating trivia and information because Susie is our wild single. I don't know why I'm like still pitching you as if we're taking dates right now, but if anyone's listening, that's hey, what I'm doing. if someone wants to take me out, I am willing. Send me your information. We have an Instagram. We have a Twitter. We'll go on a date. It will be wonderful. I'll be polite. You know, it'll be great. And for all of our binge listeners, don't get disappointed. This week might not have a lot of first dates, but it's still a good week. Still a good week. Yes. Um, And thank you, Susie, for reminding me to remind our loyal listeners that, yes, we are on the gram and we're on the Twitter. Uh, 200 first dates. Susie made it super easy so you can find us everywhere. Now, if I recall correctly, and I said maybe a few seconds ago, 22 dates in. So we're a hot we. We're 178 to go out of the 200. And this is our two-month check-in. So you're zipping along. Like, let me give you some kudos. That number still seems so large. Like, 178. That's that's still a big number. Yeah. yeah that's that's a lot. But uh, so is 22. Like, they're, they're both, like, bigger numbers than I thought they would be. Yeah. And I... I mean, I don't wonder too much, but like, I mean, I've known you for a very long time. We talk about that. Co- I just think I just want listeners to know. I love this bitch. I've known her a long time. Um, My point is, so you've already gone on 22 dates in two months and we're about to do a check-in. So that's going to be even larger. Do you feel like you're dating more now than in terms of first dates? Yeah, than any- before in my life. This is more dating than I have ever done in my life. I love that in like a fun way. I don't know. I just feel energetically this is really fun. And I think that women in their 30s, it's like there's somehow this limit on the amount of fun we should have, especially if we're not married with kids. And no, it's like being in your 20s, but with a lot more money. Like, that's that's it. <laughs> and now Susie's saving a bunch because she hasn't had to go grocery shopping in two months. But I digress. That's old news. Let's talk about the updates. So okay. we update every Monday. Last Monday, you did have a date, uh, but we're past that. So Tuesday of last week. So Tuesday of last week, I guess I should preface this with, I only went on one first date this week. However, I went on like five dates. All right. So we're at 23 total dates. dates, First dates, right. 23 different people. Right. But I went on several like second or third dates throughout the week because, I mean, I am getting a little bit pickier about who I go on a date with. It's not just so much anybody who asked me right now. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, I also don't want to just go on a first date and be like, this is a great first date. Uh, not going to see you again. I'm going on to the next first date. So, you know, got to gotta do some second dates. Right. And if you're feeling it, because ultimately the goal is to find a relationship, to find a relationship, but to find the relationship. 
I think a subsect of that goal is also to become clearer on on what you want. And if by doing that, it's clear on what you don't want, that definitely, that always helps the process, you know? Yes. So perfect. Tuesday, let's dive in. Any new dates or what were the, what was, what was your dating life like on Tuesday? Well, because I have to think for a second because I don't, my journal only does first dates. So, <gasps> and then I do the second date update. So some of these were like third dates, which means they don't get put in this journal. Because after that point, you know. Okay. That's true. So, um, so remember um, Hemingway, or I called him the driver too. Um, we talked about him last week. He was the one that I was an hour and a half late for the date. Yes. Yeah. Um, so we went out again on, let's see, because Tuesday I went and worked out. So we went out again on Wednesday. Okay. That we went out to um, a rest- local brewery here, um, went and mm-hmm. got food there, um, and he works nights. So the point was that we went to go have dinner before he went to work, but after I was done with work. So his breakfast, my dinner. That's really cute, actually. It is. And he's the one that I'm going to double check the date because I know for sure what day we went because I have to go look at our gram. Okay. While you look at the gram, I did a date similar to that when I was in graduate school with um, Big Red when I was working in the mall on um, Black Friday. I worked all night and it was an indoor mall, which I'm not used to in California. So there were really people shopping through the night. And then I got off in the morning and he was working. Oh, he was about to go to work. So it was his breakfast, my dinner. Yeah. And then he took me home and I slept all day and then went back to work because that's how retail is. I don't miss that. Uh that to be just like a sound throughout this podcast like I don't miss that <laughs> I don't miss that at all um but yeah so this was so the um Hemi what do we want to call him do we want to call him Hemingway or do we want to call him the driver I think I sent you a picture of him you did I like Hemingway it just sound we that's what we've been saying most often okay so we'll say Hemingway um so Hemingway and I so he asked me out he's the one that when people look at the dumb dumb picture on our gram that was him so we were talking about it was something dumb or whatever. Oh, I know what you're talking about. We were talking about at work that um, sometimes I look like a 12 year old because I just like lollipops. I like having lollipops. It's the candy that I like. There is no way to look like an adult and eat a lollipop. There's not. No. You either look like a 12 year old or you're over sexualized. Like though, there is no in between. So I was making jokes about how I have my lollipops and everything. And so when we met for our date, he made a comment about, oh, and I have something for you in the car. To which I then said, I hope it's not a puppy or it's going to die. We were been talking about dogs, too. And he's like, no, I didn't. He goes, it's not alive. Don't worry. I did not leave something alive for you in my car. Um, And so after our date, and I'll get back to our date in the beginning anyways, but he, we go to his car and he pulled out a bag of 300 dum-dums because I had said, oh, I'm out of lollipops. I'm really sad. That's like the, like, at the end of the workday, I like to eat a lollipop because it's my little, you know, other people have like a soda or they have like their iced coffee. 
I eat a lollipop. That's my thing. Yeah. So he got me a bag of 300 dum-dums so that I would have lollipops for the next couple days. That's so sweet. Yeah, I think it's really sweet. And he was like, well, because I was thinking about bringing you flowers or something for our date. But he also remembered when we were at the bar, he bought me like a light up LED flower. We were talking about And when he bought it for me, he just randomly grabbed one and gave it to me. And I go, I actually really like that you bought the light up one because this won't die. Like there was real roses too. And I was like, you know, flowers are great. Don't get me wrong. I do like getting flowers. Yes, you do. I like getting them. But flowers die. So it was nice that he picked the light up one because it won't die. And can we perhaps let some of our listeners know why light up things might also be a bit more intriguing to you? So I follow a local jam band like (laughs) Fish or Grateful Dead. And for anyone who is in that scene, you know that LED lights are wonderful. I go to shows decked out in LED lights. I have them no, in No, no, no. But let's, we need to really explain the decked out because I'm telling you listeners, you are not comprehending. So, so I have, here, I'm going to be going to a show soon. We, we have an outdoor show coming up. I am going to be going in light up LED sneakers with a silver body, like a silver shimmery reflective bodysuit, a light up cape, a light up mouthpiece, my mask that will go over my face for when I'm not eating or drinking will also be LED and light up and say things. I will have LED lights in my hair and we have finger lights and like just glowing rings and we have glow in the dark glitter that we put everywhere. So I will glow from head to toe and leave a trail of glowing shit behind me. So, yeah, she kind of likes light up stuff. Which he didn't know. We had not talked about my habit of dressing up as a cartoon character. Yeah. So... He didn't know that he just picked up a light. So I think it was really cute that he remembered one. I made a comment that, you know, flowers die. So I really like that he got the fake one. And then two, he brought dum-dums, which showed he was listening. Right. Which I thought was really nice. Because I had to go go back and look at our text conversation. Because I had said that while I was working. So I didn't really remember it. So I thought that uh-huh. was really cute that he he remembered something that it was just a passing comment. So yeah. I don't want to give him overly too much credit because listening is a basic skill. But I do think that that was a thoughtful, I mean, as gifts go and there should be thoughtful. I think that was definitely personable. Yeah. Um. So that was, so yeah. So we went on our second date to the brewery, had a good time, had a good meal. Learn some things about him, which, all right, I am not a huge mayonnaise fan. I'll go with this, but like mayonnaise has its place in my mind. And I'm saying this because, so I got fish and chips and he was like, oh, I don't touch, I don't like mayonnaise. I won't eat anything with mayonnaise. But, and I was like, like even like homemade mayonnaise. And he's like, why? And I go like chicken salad or like tuna salad. Like what do you, he goes, I don't eat them. I wouldn't have, and I go, I'm like, 
you wouldn't do like if it has mayonnaise whatsoever you're like i'm not touching it and sam's huh. literally before like it's not like i'm putting like putting a ton of mayonnaise in my chicken salad no but i do mostly mustard and i put in some mayonnaise and he's like yeah i would never touch that i'm like oh like i think mayonnaise does have a place in this world not as much as some people food aversion is so weird to me i don't get it i don't either i mean i love though that like you guys had this like conversation about mayonnaise because it reminds me when I lived in Israel and my roommates were two Orthodox Jewish women who were um, in the early stages of looking for a man to court and date and get married to. They were tactical, similar to this, but we're not going to go on 200 first dates. And one of my roommates uh, came upstairs one evening and was telling me of a, a fight that she and a, a man who she was thinking about dating had. And uh, I asked, you know, what what did you guys, what was the argument about? And it was about, like, what he thought, if she should wear pants or not. And then she was citing, like, rabbinical doctrine about why she could. And remember, this is an Orthodox Jewish couple, and I'm not here to debate debate that. But my point is, similar to her and you, I said, you know what? I can appreciate that this is an issue for you. And I can also be so happy that I will literally never have this argument. Like, I will never be in it. But I appreciate that it matters to you. And I let her tell me about it. So just what I'm saying, you are not the only one who has these, like, an intricacy that's, like, Now, well, theirs was a bit more faith-based, and I know that you don't pray to mayonnaise, but, like, it's interesting, because I would let it go. Like, do you know, like, if it came up for me, I honestly think I would be like, oh, okay. And I, like, wouldn't even pay it a second mind. So I love that you were like, no, hold on, let's dissect this. Well, it was more one of those, because it was the disgust on his face while talking, and I was like, huh? I'm like, you feel this strongly? Because I was like you, I'd be like, oh, okay. Because, like, I don't like ketchup. I It's not something I care for. I don't like it. However, you've been with yeah. me. If there's ketchup, I'm like, oh, whatever. It's ketchup. And, like, just move on with my life. I don't think it's a big deal. I, so mm -hmm. that's why, because we were eating fries because I was eating some of his fries. Because, you know, that's how I do. And there was some ketchup on it. And it was more on those side, the fish and chips. And I gave him a piece and he was like, uh, and he was that a a verse to a mayonnaise and I was like really? I didn't think it was that big a deal to eat something you don't like dang I realize that also extends to like spicy mayo like chipotle mayo that's the other reason because that's also why I was like wait 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 so like if we get sushi like half mm -hmm. the things on top of sushi um, there's you know chicken salad tuna salad I'm like my head just immediately went to wow that Cuts out a lot of food we're not going to eat. Okay. Or the food he's not going to eat and you don't have to share. Let's reframe. True. That is true. But much like, I love you, but you don't like sushi. And I know you don't like sushi. So I don't invite you to nope. go have sushi with me. Why would I invite some, why would I be like, hey, let's go eat here when I know there's something you don't like? Because you're an asshole. Just kidding. I love you. I mean. <laughs> 
What a cute asshole. <laughs> oh, caught you off guard with that one. You should be like, what? Why did Sam Bear choose violence? No. Uh. <laughs> cute asshole, though. Um, no. She's not an asshole. She's. I would do the same thing. It's because, we, it's because anybody who's had a best friend over a decade, it's not that you love them less after a while. You just are like, I get to fuck with you more. So, like, that's why. Like, I will get into her car and have coffee. And I'll be like, oh, I got you one. She's like, I don't drink coffee. I'm like, exactly. I got my backup one for me. Kisses. That's true. Um, And then she doesn't like it when I go, well, it's going to suck when you have to pee and I don't. (laughs) You see? But that's love, man. That's love. Pushing each other right to the edge. (laughs) But yeah, so second day went well. Um, And then he also, before we left, set up a third date. So oh, wow. So Wednesday we went to dinner. Um Thursday he ate my lunch, his dinner. Cuz he got off work, got off work at like 9 a.m. I okay. can't lunch that early, but he can stay up a little bit later and then he went out to eat with me for my lunch. I just took an earlier lunch. Oh, okay. So we went cuz he was like I feel really, he could be like, I feel really lucky. Like, you know, two dates in one day. And I'm like, well, this is two different days for me. And he's like, yes, but for me, this is still the same day. I saw you before I went into work and I saw you after. Oh, okay. like, no, you're right. This is, this is your same day. My two different days. So Did yeah. you throw your head back and go two dates in one day? <laughs> like talk to me when you've had three. No. So that was Thursday, um, which Thursday was also supposed to be my fourth date with the teacher. We were going to date with teacher. Okay. So we were going to go do a cooking class. Oh, I should go back to the Hemingway for a second. I picked the restaurant for our third date. Uh-huh. And this is more why his like food preferences stick out to me because I... He did not like anything at the re- the place I chose for us to go eat. He didn't like anything. You could just tell it on his face. He didn't like it. But he did try. Like, he never vocalized. I could tell from his facial expression that he's like, I don't like this. But he was like, no. He goes, good. And I go, so we don't ever, at the end, I go, we don't ever have to come back here together, do we? He goes, no. If you wanted to come here again, I would come here with you again. I like this. Okay. Remind me more of his, some of his stats. Well, like on our age, second date, married kids, not married anymore, was married, does have kids. Um, he, I asked him if he had any trips coming up now because he's gotten vaccinated. You know, travel is sort of becoming more of a big thing. I know you did too, so I get to see you. Uh, so traveling is becoming more of a thing because I'm going to be in a couple weeks. I'm going to my sister's coming down to visit and I'm going to drive back with her to her house and then fly back home. So I was talking about that and he made a comment about how he was thinking about going to Michigan, but not sure. And I go, Oh, well, what would you do? And he said, well, it's my daughter's wedding. (gasps) And the fact that he's like, but I'm not sure if I'm going to go to my daughter's wedding, it's complicated. And then he goes, I'm trying not to make the same mistakes I've made in the past. So 
you know, if we get to the point, eventually I will tell you what's going on there, but it's sort of a long, complicated story that, you know, unless we're going to actually do this, there's no point in telling you. Okay. So a lot of things. Red flag for sure. Uh, But I will say in terms of protecting information, so I think a lot of times, even when you get older, you're like, I'm going to just disclose early so they know they can trust me. Like, I think it is perfectly acceptable to say, like, it's not that you won't ever be privy to this information, but this is personal and private. And I'm going to choose to share it with people who, you know, I vetted or who I care more about than I like you for another date. <laughs> and it was very much like, a, I know this is a red flag. I know that like it's presented me as I know this is a red flag. I know this is a ding against me, but mm-hmm. you don't need to know it yet. I'm not hiding okay. it. I'm not keeping it a secret. Just the, you know, this is personal. This is private. Unless we are actually going to go down the road and talk about being in a real relationship. Um, that you don't need to know this part yet. How old is the daughter? Well, old enough to get married. Okay, so I don't know her age. Well, at least 18, we would presume. I made a, because he said that and he made it clear he didn't really want to. But I could tell by his face he was going to start sharing more. I go, okay, we'll drop, obviously you don't want to go into it. We'll drop it. You know, we'll bring it up when you're ready to talk about it. And he said, thank you. I would have just continued talking, even though I said I didn't want to tell you. So how old is Hemingway again? Hemingway is 45. There we go. Okay. I'm actually much more calm about that. I'm like, okay. Let me cheat and look. Yeah. Use the date book um, or the date diary. 45. He's 45. 45. Okay. Um. But yeah, so that was, so we talked about that on our second date. Third date, we went to the restaurant where he was like, no, I'd come back with you. But no, I have no desire to ever come back here again. Mm-hmm. And then that like night, he texted me. So we were texting and he made a comment about why am I playing this game of let's remember when I can just read you what was written? Because, you know, that makes life easier. Yes, it would. Um, do, 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 do you want voices when I say this? Do you want me to do voices? Oh, yes, of course I want voices. Read it to me like a story. Entertain me. Maybe I'll, or maybe I'll do some laundry if I'm going to be up for a while. Are we at the point where um, it's interesting to share mundane details of our day? If not, discard my laundry text. He, yes, we are. And I will not disregard any text, thank you. Does this mean we're officially dating? And then this is where I had to sit there and think for a second because I was like, oh shit, what are we? Uh, um, Are you trying to define the relationship in a text message right now? Caught me a right, little. Right, and you guys haven't dated very So long. I responded with, and I thought this was good, Dating, yes, we have been on three dates, so by definition, we are dating. But do you mean we are an exclusive couple? Then no. It's still a little early for me to put titles on a thing. Oh, okay. Yeah, totally. And he's like, I suck at dating. And I was like, 
I go, I don't think that's the answer you were looking for. Sorry. I go just a little too soon to say we're an exclusive couple. Cause again, two of our dates were in like 24 hours. Yeah. I can I tell you, I I don't know why this is a red flag. Maybe it's not a full red. Maybe it's just a pet peeve. I hate when men say, I suck at dating. So bad at dating. Oh, God. I just think it's one of the most unattractive statements that a man can say. Because I think to me, that's like, there's clearly something going on that you want to say, but you're afraid. So you're just going to resort to this, like, I'm so bad at dating, where, like, maybe he would have wanted to say, like, yes, maybe it's early, but I'm ready to commit to you. Like, I'm telling you, I think he's ready to be like, woohoo. And I agree with you, though, also, that it's too early. Oh, no, he then went on to talk about, he goes, you know... These last few dates, he goes, it's sort of like being given the keys to your dream car and then being like, do you really want to drive it off the lot? Like, he's like, you know, it's too perfect. Like, you know, this is my dream car. Everything's perfect. And I was like, now I'm a car. Right. I'm going to say, like I said, like, these are red flags. But is it like, I don't like the comparison of the car. They're red flags, but they're not because it's more well as you just picked the wrong comparison, dude. And he even was like. Because that's when he went on to go, he goes, I suck at this. He goes, I should not have said it that way. He Like, his point of I suck at dating was, I'm saying it the wrong way, or I'm using the wrong... Because then, I made the comment of, dude, just don't look a gift horse in the mouth. Or I said something about that, like, later on in our conversation. And then, I guess I should rephrase, I should stop here. Do you know what the phrase, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, means? No. Okay. I thought this was common knowledge, so maybe I'm the weird one. You can tell how old a horse is when you look at their teeth. So if someone gives you a horse and you immediately go a horse and you immediately go look at their teeth, it's to tell how old they are. (laughs) A horse. Like, tell me you're fucking privileged. I mean, I like that you said if, so hypothetically you believe that I might not, but no one knows. You said this with, like, the most earnest of smiles and sincerest of eyes. Like, if, okay, if my partner gets me a horse before a house, we have problems, so no. I know who I'm calling and I know what I'm telling him to get you for the next gift. Jeez. Um, Black Beauty on (laughs) Blu-ray. But that's the... I mean, it's an old, like, farm thing, or it's an old, like, when someone gives you a horse. Yeah. You look at I their heard feet. the saying. I guess I kind of thought I knew what it meant, but I did not know the origin. But that's what it is. If you pull up their gums and you look at their teeth, you can tell how old they are, which is just rude. So, like, if someone gave you a car, you wouldn't immediately go pop their hood and see, what like, what's inside, you know? Because he made the comment of, oh, I always just think of a horse bringing a present, like, giving you a present. And I'm like, no. He was thinking of, like, the horse giving you a gift, so it's a gift horse, like, dropping off a present. I was like, no, it's, you look at its teeth and you can tell its age. He's like, I didn't, he, I didn't know what this meant. So, yeah, so random things. So that's what we went into. He goes, I think I'm using sayings wrong, or I'm, like, doing this backwards. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, so that was, that's Hemingway. Still talking. I will say... 
I do like how much I like that he's being it seems clear that he is really into you and again not to look a gift horse in the mouth whatever it's like not a red flag necessarily for someone to be very interested and know like you know and I'll give him credit my long-term relationship before this one and even with this one in in its initial stages like I knew how I felt right away and I felt it strongly and deeply and I committed very quickly because I was just like I don't even know what anyone else looks or sounds like so it's like well if I do it it's not a red flag but if the fact that he's doing so I'm saying it's not inherently I think the way he's going about expressing it as someone who knows you and is knows your history it's very so it's so good to see this like I love that like yeah he's like I'm ready to come in you're like well hold on well hold on here I love well, it I like that he even is saying I've made mistakes in my past I don't want to make them this time that like how he was saying you know, in the past, I would have told you about my daughter and what's going on. But I know that that was a mistake to say too much too early. So I don't want to bring it up yet. You know, the, I'm not hiding my daughter. Right. I'm not hiding this wedding. But I don't think it's a time to talk about it yet. Um. So that's, I appreciate that. And I think it's good that several times he has said, I don't want to make the mistakes I've made in my past. So I'm doing this differently. So I'm doing this too. So that's, as I asked him, I go, well, what mistakes have you made in the past? And he goes, what if I tell you and you say that's not a mistake? So he hasn't told me what his mistakes are, which leads me to believe of what are they? It was more another one of those. He goes, if yeah, we continue dating and continue going, he goes, I'll tell you what I've done in my past, like that I thought was a mistake. And you can tell me then. Right. Which I'm like, okay, fair enough. Because again, only on three dates. Yeah, exactly. Fair enough. Um. So yeah, so that was, that was. Um, okay. Anyway, and then we're supposed to go on the date with the teacher for date four. We were going to do a cooking class. Yeah. Um, he hasn't been texting that much. This is now a second week of not a lot of texting. Yeah. So we were going to do this and he had been responding about, oh, I'm excited for our cooking class. Like, this will be fun. And this was a date that I set up because I said, hey, I want to do this. Do you want to join me? So, like, I bought the tickets. I was like, I was in charge of this date. Like, an hour before the date, the chef called me and said, hey, I'm really sorry. They're doing electrical work. So we have to cancel the class because it shouldn't have affected my kitchen, but it did. Oh, so we end up canceling. I did text the teacher and said, hey, you know, do you want to do something else then instead? Or do you want to just call it a night? Is this got canceled? And he did say, you know, you know, I do have a lot of papers to grade because it is it's the end of the school year. Like, I know it's getting towards the end. I know teachers are really busy because a lot of my friends are teachers. So he said, you know, would you mind? Can we just call it a night? 
but he did say, but we really should schedule something soon. I'd want to, I want to see you again soon. Okay. So I'm trying to give it some leeway, but again, then he didn't text a lot throughout the weekend. So I was like, uh, I mean, what's that meme from the TV show you of that guy was able to be a serial killer and still respond to a text message? I don't I think it's too much to add, but I, I'm going to tell you, it and post it. I will find that and post it on the Instagram for us. I still, I still struggle with that. And I mean, you know, I'm I continue to be <laughs> in school educating and learning more about uh, counseling techniques and attachment styles. So I'm learning that me wanting text messages back or feeling that people should, that's more of like an anxious attachment. But you have your phone. Like you have your phone. <laughs> I'm not saying have a conversation with me, but I'm going with like, so it's now Monday. You haven't texted me since Friday. Oh, that would drive me insane. Like, that's where I'm at. Of like, you should be text. Like, I want to text, like, at least, I don't care if it's just a hi. I don't care if it's a, I read your message or something. But, like, acknowledge, or within 24 hours, acknowledge that I messaged you. Ugh. Yeah. Darn. Okay. Well, I get so attached. He's, he's leading towards the out for me. I know. I feel it. Then let it happen. You know, whatever is going to happen, like, don't force anything. And, you know, if it is the end of the year stuff, one, the year will end and he should be able to, like, take accountability. And two, separately, like, at this stage of life, honestly, you should be able to text someone, especially who you've seen a couple of times, like, Hey, the end of the year is really crazy. I know I haven't been on been that responsive, but that's just how this time of year is. And like leave it at that. You know, at least then it's like, okay, see that's the thing. If you tell me that, I will be I will deal with what I feel for those 3 days of no texting. Like I might still be going crazy, but I'll be like, okay, it's that's you. Time to work on your attachment style. If see? You don't tell me, then I'm like, why aren't you responding? See, and that's like So oil rig guy, uh huh. So oil guy, he so he just landed. He's back in he's back in the same city as me. He just landed today. So excited, um, because we go out on Thursday. But so he so Saturday, like so starting Friday, wasn't getting as much text messages from Oil Boy. Uh huh. Um, and then Saturday, not as many texts. And then, but he, but he still responded at least once a day. And he was like, Hey, I'm just super busy. Sunday was the day that he went from the rig back to the mainland. And he texted Uh me because I was texting him throughout the day being like, Hey, are you all packed? Like, and he texted me, he goes, Hey, sorry. Been really busy. Been traveling all day. I'm really sorry. I haven't been responding. And like today Mm -hmm. again too, like he texts me in the morning, he goes, hey, how are you? I just landed. I'm really tired again, but I wanted to say hi. Like, right. I'm like, you literally traveled thousands of miles and were able to just say, hey, I'm super busy, but hi. Mm -hmm. Teacher drives 30 minutes to school and has to grade papers. They can't send a text message of, hey, I saw your message. Yeah, exactly. I, I am with you. So I'm like, okay, like that's is what it is. Um, 
so I'm just, I'm going to let what happens happens with that one. I mean, I still like them. I still would like to see where that one goes, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Then, so that was Thursday. So I sort of canceled that date. Um, then there's Eric and there's also the teacher, the other teacher, the wrestling coach, John. Mm-hmm. Those two, I've been talking to them. We were trying to set up dates three and two. But our schedules just didn't mix. When they had free time, I didn't. Okay. Because I was dog sitting this weekend, too. So made it a little bit more difficult. But we were texting the whole time. Um, Okay. And then now let's go to the interesting one. I'm so excited. I, like, love this just so I can hear about it personally. So on Friday... So I had been talking to this guy on Bumble for a little while, and I'm trying to think of what to call him. Um, I'm just going to call him my giant for right now, because he's, like, I fit to his armpit. Like, when I go in for a hug, like, my head is, like, right, like, at his armpit level. And I am not a short girl, because I am 5'10". So that gives you an idea of how tall this man is. Um, so let me, let me get comfortable so I can see your face when I say this. So we went on a date and I can see that you muted yourself too. And I have to want to be like, please unmute yourself. So you don't have to worry about this. Please trust me. You're going to want to be unmuted. So we went on our date. We went to Cracker Barrel, you know, Yay. Because he brought his five-year-old daughter. What? <laughs> That's why I needed you unmuted. Because um, I didn't think you were going to unmute yourself. I thought you were just going to say a word. Um, yeah, so our On first the date first date? Included what? his five-year-old daughter. By the way. Did you even know he had a five-year-old daughter? I did know he had a five-year-old daughter. I know he had a kid. Mm-hmm. I know he did this. Um, we had... I had been talking to him. He made the comment of, would I want to go have dinner with him? I said, yes. And then it's hard to back out of a date that you've already set plans and made the plans for the date when they say, cool, we'll see you there. And I go, who's we? And he goes, my daughter and I will see you there. It's hard to then be like, oh, I have plans. Sorry. Yeah, it's definitely hard. So I went on a date with my giant and his five-year-old daughter. Here's the thing. You are very good with kids. Oh, she loves You want them in your life. You've nannied for years. However, what kind of red flag is it if a dad basically introduces you to his daughter right away? Like, there's no telling where the relationship or lack thereof will go. It's not I that you couldn't be around a child and have a great time. It's like, again, communication, information, not just, hey, last minute, me and my kid are going to be there. And you're like, wait, what now? <laughs> it's But like, I knew he had a daughter. I knew he gets her on the weekends. I knew they were hanging out. Silly me thought maybe because he had been talking about, oh, we're swimming at our friend's house. We're doing this. I thought maybe she was doing a sleepover there. Like he was going to come have dinner with me and then go back and get her or something. Not that she was coming uh-huh. to. Now, granted, 
super cute little girl. She is five. She's adorable. Thinks that I am amazing. Yeah. And again, we went over, I'm a cartoon uh-huh. character. Because mm-hmm. I had also recently been hanging out with my goddaughter. So I happened to have edible glitter and edible stars in my purse. So when her chocolate milk came, I was able to put stars in and mm-hmm. some glitter. So I was amazing. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I- I'm cool. Okay. Um, To the point where, and she thought I was cool from the get-go, because I also had my LED light-up mask that was showing fishies kissing. Um, oh my gosh. So when we walk in, like, she says hi to me. We go to sit down at the table, and I sit on one side, he sits on the other, and he asks her, who do you want to sit by? And she goes and sits by me. Mm-hmm. Oh, I mean, by the end of the meal, she was, like, curled up in my lap, sitting on me, like, and of course I wore like, I had a V-neck shirt on and I have a lot of freckles. Uh-huh. So it was really cute. Cause I'm, as you said, I've been around kids a lot. And so I knew what she was doing of, she was taking her finger and like connecting my freckles on my chest, like playing connect the dots with her finger. Yeah. Uh-huh. I just wasn't paying attention to her, but it was funny. Cause then she starts going down and I just heard him go, Hey. And I was like, Oh, she's fine. Then I was like, Oh wait, she's going a little bit low. Like I get it. I have freckles all over my body. So she's just following the lines. I was like, oh, hey, hey, up a little. There you go. Let's let's go north. Let's go, Chad. North. north. We're, we're getting action from the wrong member of the family right now. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, she thinks that I'm amazing. She had a lot of fun. Um, was not that big a fan when dad and I were talking and not paying attention to her. Which well, would I, be- can empath- I can empathize with that. I don't like when you give attention to other people and I'm with you. It's like, I mean, I'm right here. I mean, yeah, but you don't then go crawl into my lap and put your head on um, on my chest. But, you know, maybe that's a really good sign of, hey, your kid is really comfortable with me. Yeah. Or, again, not to, like, totally flag for when kids form attachments too quickly. Like, when they're that comfortable that early on. It actually is more of a something to be concerned about. Yeah. Yeah. Just oh, I because know. it's a very natural response for for kids to be just cautious or hesitant because they don't know that adult. So that is it's interesting. Like how many women are coming into your life that you're this comfortable climbing onto a stranger's lap? Yeah, and getting that attached that quickly. Yeah. So that's, I was asked though, if I would like to come over and watch a movie on Sunday, which I wasn't able to come over then. Uh, but yeah, so he, he has reached out. He wants to hang out again. It was interesting though, because he also, so like, yeah, it was a first date. He did pay for dinner. We were talking about this. He however, several times made comments about how he's looking for friends, that he wants friends, which I'm like, okay. You, you said everything to lead me to, you don't want a relationship. You don't want to actually date that. You just want to be friends. But then you text me later asking about if I, if I'm a cuddler and if I would want to come over and cuddle up and watch a movie, which I'm like, that's not, sorry. You and I are really good friends. I don't ask you, Hey, you want to come cuddle up on the sofa with me and watch a movie? I wish you would, but okay. Uh, (laughs) Well, now I know. Ask Sam to cuddle. Um, yeah, honestly, if we're really trying to, like, be conscientious of your time, I think that this guy might just be a pass. Like, when 
men or women are interested, you lead with that, not, oh, I really want to make some friends. And I kind of think one, yeah, let's use, let's take the facts that we've learned from this situation. Like, I think that he probably does have women on rotation. Personally, I think he's also might somehow be the like dad fuck boy. Like, I didn't know that was a thing. But I feel like that because he was talking about like building this friendship and blah, blah. I don't care that he paid for the meal. I don't care. You know, that's like the that's so doesn't. Yeah, whatever. Well, I'm just going with the to help define this as a date. Like, I'm like, right, 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 right. And you didn't then be like, oh, like, let's split the check or you you immediately took it. I'm like, but that's not a friend move. Like you said one thing, but do another. That's the fuckboy thing where he spends this whole time talking about that he's looking for friends, but he pays for the date or whatever, you know. And to support that a friend could pay, we regularly pick up each other's Yeah, you go back over a decade ago when we first would go out to dinner together. We didn't pick up each other's tabs when we were poor freshmen in college. Because we were broke. Okay, but. <laughs> I'm just saying. I know, but my point is like. I just, I don't know. I, I don't think you would talk about how much you're looking for a friendship on a date if you were romantically interested. And then you pick up the tab and then you later text about cuddling. Like it all just seems very like attention seeking, you know? It's, oh, it's definitely one of those, I have definitely friend zoned him of, we can be friends and that would be cool because I did have a good time hanging out with you. I think your kid's cool. You know. I was going to say, did you have more fun with the kid than him? No. Maybe. A little right. bit. Yeah. Um, no, like, he was fun. He was fun to talk to. It's just one of those. And so most of the time we talk through Snapchat now. He and I talk a lot You're through Snapchat. You're so cool. I don't even have a Snapchat. But it's one of those, like, seeing, like, what he's doing with his daughter and seeing all that. And, like, when he talks about what he's doing, I'm like, oh, like, I'd be interested in just going and joining your group of friends and doing that. Not necessarily being there as your girlfriend. I just want right. to, like. Hey, just invite me along. I think that'd be cool. I'll join you. That's cool. So, okay. uh, you know, we'll be friends. Okay. So moving past that. Next. That's the end of my dates for this week. Like, it was the five-year-old that I went on a date with, which that doesn't sound great. That does not sound right. No, I, because I, saying I even went on a chaperone date with a five-year-old doesn't sound right, but I spent most of the time hanging out with a five-year-old on our date. We're going to blame the dad on that one. Uh... <laughs> I, I definitely blame the dad. I was like, so you you bought me dinner for a babysitting job? Like Well I mean, very this is very interesting. So one recap, one brand new first date to add to this. So you're at twenty-three dates in. So that puts us at I think I did the math wrong and was saying you were at like a hundred and no, that's right. You're 173 to go. 177. 187. What's the number? Somebody pull out a calculator and do 200 minus 23. 178. You were first the right time in the beginning. No, you do. You just said 23 dates. 200 minus 23. No, no, it's 20. Sorry, 22. The, the next coming up is 23. I misheard your question. Uh, the next date is number 23. Oh my gosh, she's driving me nuts. That means I have to redo the whole intro again. Whatever, I'm not redoing the intro. If you've made it this far, guess well, what? You said the intro right. You know I'm what? 
I'm never going to know. So wherever you are now, let's accept this number. So <laughs> 22. Well, I know days- what the book says. The book says I have done 22. <laughs> 22 dates in, 178 to go. And for anybody wondering what I do for a living beyond this, uh, it has nothing to do with number. <laughs> uh social scientists let's talk about our feelings not numbers um i'm gonna go into work and say that and see what happens jeez i did want to talk to you what do you think you're finding are like the do's and don'ts of dating post covid like what would could you if you could do you think you could give me two do's and two don'ts you mean besides don't bring your child? Um, is that the first one or is that the subsect? That's a that's a new one. Um, okay, so as far as do's and don'ts goes, mm-hmm. I feel more comfortable right now when I do know, like, where we're going. And I, I mean, obviously, I always know the location. But when I actually am able to, like, look up the restaurant and see that, okay, they have a big patio that we can sit on, that they have... Like, knowing that I can look up what the safety practices are for where we're going uh-huh. makes me feel more comfortable. Um, so I would say it's a do to do. Do pick a place that has a public forum of some sort so that you can look at what they're doing and so everybody can be comfortable. Um, also, don't automatically assume, like, hugging, like, there have been like, several of these guys that automatically assume they could hug me. Uh-huh. Which normally I get like pre-COVID. That's we've talked about this before. Like pre-COVID, a guy walking up at a date and being like, hey, giving you like that, like aw- even the awkward hug was a good sign. However, now it's a bad sign. I'm not right. Like, at least ask. Like, don't just assume you can hug me. Don't assume you can like, you know, hold my hand. Ask about those things. Right. Um, another big don't, I think, too, don't bring up COVID in a way. Because uh-huh. we've talked about this, like, several of the dates where I've had issues are where within the first two minutes, they make a comment about, like, not wanting to wear the mask or how this is BS and they shouldn't have, like, it's, and that might also be me because I'm not a non-believer. I don't think COVID's a joke. Right. I don't think this is just something to annoy us. So I think COVID should be put in that realm, sort of like, you know, we're all taught money and politics and religion. Money, politics, and religion are the three topics that you don't bring up right away. Right. I think COVID should start falling in that topic of maybe you don't bring up COVID immediately to say you're like your deep, dark opinions about it. Uh-huh. I think it should be handled as if it was religion, politics, you know, like handle it that way because people's feelings are very strong and there doesn't seem to be a lot of middle ground in between there very true that's interesting okay and that might also be part of me of because when you're in public i don't really want to be causing a scene and i don't want you telling me about you know the reason you have a right to have an you know an assault rifle because i don't agree with you and i don't feel the need to be talking about that in a public restaurant right you know so I think COVID falls under the same example of that. I would also say do 
trying to think of another good do other than, you know, don't. Because you're talking about do ass, don't do that, don't do that. Um, have fun. Like, stop putting stress on this. Like, yeah. some of the best dates I've gone on are the ones that aren't, that weren't stressed. They were, they were the last minute dates. Like, even with Hemingway, I was an hour and a half late and he was like, well, I'm still game if you are. Let's go anyways. See, I like that. It's like. There was no pressure whatsoever on that. Yeah. So. I like that. Okay. Well, now we've got some do's and don'ts going. And now since, yeah, we're at the two month mark. What is one thing you've learned so far in this that you were surprised to learn? And then what's something that you feel has just been further confirmed, if anything? Well, I know it's very, like, you know, physical to say that, but, like, the height. Confirming, right. it was very much confirmed to me that, no, I want someone my height or taller. Okay. Um, Which I always sort of thought maybe, I always thought it wouldn't matter. If it was the right person and they were shorter than me, it wouldn't matter. Mm-hmm. But this definitely has confirmed that, no, it does matter to me that they're taller than me. Yeah. And that well, means it's an attraction thing. It's a preference. Yeah. But that, that was just one thing that sort of caught me off guard because I really did think, oh, if the right person came along, I wouldn't care if they were shorter. Right. Um, and then the other, like, the other thing that I learned, too, was, well, one, just the fact that I've been going on so many dates, I sort of feel like I'm in a loop some days because... Like, I don't know if you've realized, but your first date, you probably have the same conversation with your first date that you had with your current boyfriend as you did with Big Red, as you did with, like, the first date is literally the same conversations over and over again, because the first date questions are all the same. Oh my god, that's totally true. Oh my gosh, I can see you being so bored of that. Do you ever just throw in, like, a random question because you, like... Oh, no. yeah. Oh, oh, no. oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I, I have started throwing in random questions that have really gotten people being like, what, what, what do you mean? And they're like, just thought it'd be fun to know. What, like, what's one of them? Um, so because everybody always does, like, when you're getting to know people, you're like, okay, well, where's your favorite place in the world? Or, you know, where would you go if you could go anywhere? You know, everybody does those things. So I've recently started getting, so where's a place you never want to go? Oh my God, I love that. That's a great question. What's your worst memory you've ever had? Oh my gosh, I love this. Okay, I have a homework assignment for you. So there was a list put out by, I think, two psychologists of like 100 questions that strangers could ask each other. And by the end of this set, they'd fall in love. Um, I've done this with my partner. And it was very interesting. Obviously, we weren't strangers but uh, that's what we did at the beginning of, of quarantine when we were both apart. Um, I would send him like six questions at a time and he'd respond and then I'd send him again and I'd respond. Um, I would encourage you to look that up. I'll send it to you and maybe you can put it out on our Twitter. Uh, I, I love the questions you're already asking. So if you're like, no, I'll stick with mine. But it might be interesting if you pepper a few of those in because it's not it's not like um, – you know, what's your favorite food? It's like, what's one of the best memories you have with your mother or with your father? 
And it really takes people back or opens them up to say, you know, I don't really have any or because I've also been doing things like, you know, everybody's like, well, what's your dream date? And so I'm like, what's your perfect day? I love the perfect day question. Let me tell you, I'm a big fan of that just in general. Yeah, no, I or I I've been asking things like, you know, would you ever own a, you know, capybara? If someone gave you a horse, would you open its mouth and check its teeth? You need to just ask the next person. Like, so if someone gave you a horse, how would you know how old it is? I guarantee you someone is going to think that you're asking them a riddle. But, like, please. <laughs> yeah, no, it's – well, that's part of the fun when Hemingway and I went out was the majority of our first date was stupid bar tricks. That sounds like fun. See, I love that. Yay. It was fun. Like, it was good. And that's part of why I had such a good time was I was like, that was date number – let us let me let me cheat and see. Consult the book. Yeah. <laughs> Consult my book of fun. Um, That was date number 20. So by date number 20, and it was my second date of the night, sitting around going, well, what kind of music do you listen to? What's your favorite movie? What's right. your goals? Do you right. want this? Like – you know, instead, I'm like, would you ever wear a dress? And I wonder, interestingly enough, if that is almost part of this kind of experiment. Maybe by virtue of you going on more first dates than ever before, it is forcing you to ask questions that are so much better than the standard first date questions. Because you're just like, I'm bored of those like, let's answer some weird ones. Let's answer some deep ones. I'm, I don't know why I'm like two months into realizing that, but that seems like such a natural progression, but it sounds so cool. Like you're getting to a place in first datehood where I honest to goodness think a lot of women think we are at and we're not, we're not there. See, it's interesting though, too, because I've, there are several questions that I ask right away. Yeah. Just to see the answer because I like the, so what's your go-to drink? So if I ask you, hey, what's your go-to drink? What would you respond? Gin and tonic. No, so I never asked what your alcoholic go-to drink was. I just said, what's your go-to drink? You sound a bit, well, I'm an adult. I would assume that's what you mean. That's well, funny. I, I like that. People ask me, they go, what's your go-to drink? I go, Arnold Palmer. Okay. Because that's what I drink all day. Like if I had the choice of what are you going to go drink? I'll take an Arnold Palmer. I'll do this. Like, if you yeah. want my favorite cocktail, I'll tell you that. Ugh, or, you tricky minx. But it's the same as I'll ask people of, hey, will you send me a photo you want me to use for your contact information? Everybody sends you a selfie or is like, oh, I don't have a recent one. I never said that it had to be a selfie. I just said, send me what you want me to use for your contact information. Yeah, I love that. So, and I've only had like one person sent me, it was some random like meme or something, like some cartoon. And that's what their contact information is. Yeah. And like you, like, I'm still in your phone as how you met me over a decade it's ago. And it's our dorm and then your name. Yeah, because exactly. People's names don't change when they get into my phone. What Same. your name is, is your. Same with me. I've had to tell some of my friends who are married. I'm like, I'm not updating your name in my phone. And I said, you'll never see your name in my phone. So it doesn't really matter. And they're like, you're really not going to update it? I'm like, no. you really care? 
I did tell one like pseudo friend. I don't know how I got the invite to the wedding, but I was like, if it matters to you that much, you can Venmo me $50 and I'll change it. And before she had the audacity to get angry, I said, because you're part of a dual income, no kid household now. Like, (laughs) she did not Venmo me and uh, her name has stayed the same. Oh, no, I do. You can't. I had one person that did. This might nobody come after me for this. This is, as we said, it's how I, how my brain works. It is one of my friends is transgender. They have now moved on to their male name. That's who they use. Wait, that's our friend. Are we thinking of the same person? Of course we are. We have several, so I don't know if we are. (laughs) I feel like telepathically we're thinking of the same person. Probably. The one I worked with? Yes. Okay, good. Um, the one that I took to an improv night. Yeah. You took them to an improv night? Dude, it was so random. I think someone bailed on me. Yes. Okay. I think I someone bailed on me and I texted him. I was like, I have an extra ticket. And do you want to go? Like, it's in 10 minutes. And they were like, I'm right there. They came. And guess what? They bought the best snack pack for us to share. Oh, again, okay. he, he is great with that. No. And that's. Oh, so I was late to that. I didn't know. But anyway, yes. No, but we've had a whole side conversation. I'm going to decide to leave it in or not. We won't know until the episode. That's what, no, just going with like names. Cause like, notice how we are using the correct pronouns. We are doing this. Now I will we call are, him yeah. by, well, but I will call him by like his actual name. I will do all that Yeah. In, in my phone. It is still his dead name. And he like, he called me on and like, he'd asked me to change it at one point, And I was like, yeah, I changed it for a month. And then I could never find your number. And he was like, "What?" He goes, "But you use my name. You use the correct pronouns. You never go back to my dead name." I go, "Yeah, it doesn't click in my head though when I'm looking for your name in my phone, mm-hmm. because how I met you is how you went in my phone, and that's yeah. how you will be forever." You're like, "But I will never dead name you." I'm like, "I'm not dead naming like, you." My phone that's doing it, not me. I, I'm like, "I'm sorry. I I did it for a month and couldn't find you." Like, I, I was like, I'm sorry. I couldn't find you. I missed you. And I kept texting the wrong person. So, yeah, he, you know, I love it. He just laughs at me. He's like, really? And I was like, it's sorry. I pro- I was like, I'll try again if it means a month. And he was like, it really doesn't mean that much to me. Because as he put it, I'm never going to see your phone. He's like, I don't text myself from exactly. your phone. So he goes, you don't call exactly. me. So who cares? I said, come at me so if you're with that. So with that, we will be wrapping up week eight check-in. 22 dates in. 178 to go. On yes. 200 first dates, one true love. Until next time, I'm your host, Sam Bear, and of course, your fearless dater in the real world, Susie.